because Dave got a stocking stuffer one time of these old movies, and that's what we're doing this week, folks. It's our first run of our stocking stuffer. Somebody gives somebody uh, gives a movie lover a movie, but they don't know the movies that you love. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. A random movie, and in this week's stocking, David pulled out Umumu, the Shark God from 1949. I think there is a 2000 something remake of this. Really? I saw, well, I mean, my smart TV has this index and it pulled up this other movie, but Umumu was available like everywhere. Like every free movie app has like a copy of this movie. What yeah. I noticed though about the Amazon Prime version is it looks like a film to reel, like reel to reel, then copied onto like a VHS and then digitized into HD. It, but my, I was like watching it and it had like tracking lines, like the film broke up into tracking lines like a couple <laughs> of times. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, who saved this film using like VHS? You know, <laughs> like, and then and then it's served up as like everybody's like official HD version. You know, huh. But do you know what I love about this movie? Like, here's the thing. Like, I've, I, I like stocking stuffers. These are the most like the most random gifts you can give somebody who's into movies, right. without knowing what kind of movies they like. Like, you don't ask them like, "Hey," or you don't know them well enough. Like, maybe that's what it is. Like, friends and family they don't know you well enough to say like, "Oh, I know he's really into the Star Wars movies. We could get him a copy of Star Wars." Or like, "Oh, he's really into horror films, and he always talks about the '80s. Oh, we can get him like a box set of an '80s movie or something." No, we're gonna give you this. You're gonna right. like it. What I do love, though, is how nostalgic it is for old movies. Like, the credits play in the beginning. The credits are clearly, like, on a piece of glass over the other films it runs. Like, the, sh the, 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 the plot is this. There's a bunch of sailors, and supposedly the captain visited this island before and stole some pearls from the tribe there. And the pearls are supposedly cursed, and then it's afflicted the captain's health, so they turn around and go back to the island to try to undo the curse. But of course, you know, the deckhands, the second-in-command or whatever, is really, like, greedy for pearls, right? Mm. And he's got to get them pearls. But, you know, so you watch this movie in the beginning, like I said, it's got, like, a bunch of scratches in the film, and... The sound is obviously like this really loud, gainy mono track, and then you see this little ship, and it's clearly like a model. It's like a model of a sailboat in like a swimming pool or something for the for the for the exterior shots of it on the ocean. Right. And like, and then in one shot, it's like just cropped into the photograph of an ocean, <laughs> and then half the movie is literally cutaways to B-roll of yes. wildlife footage. Like, they take the time for the doctor who's supposedly be telling the story. That's the great thing, too. It's like, it reminds me of, like, a Bram Stoker's novel. Like, it opens up with the doctor talking about mm. Dracula's adventures. This opens up with the doctor talking about the curse and the people on the ship. Now, I love this. I love how they, like, they were so expediated with all their storytelling. Like, oh, here's the first mate. 
Here's a deckhand that doesn't get along with the first mate. Here's this other guy. He's pretty cool. Here's the stove. You know what I mean? Like, it, it like went around and just told you who the characters were. I was like, right. damn. Great storytelling. You're just like, here's Jack. <laughs> He's a deckhand. He's pretty good at it. He's been sailing for a long time. Everybody likes him. Here's Steve. Nobody likes Steve. Fuck Steve. And then I move on to the next <laughs> one. And, uh, but the wildlife footage, yeah. So, like, at one point, the captain's daughter is just, like, talking to the... You know, the ship doctor, like, is my dad going to pull through? And then they look over the railing. Oh, my God, it's an octopus. It's going to eat some fish. Oh, no, there's another octopus. They're having a fight. And it's like aquarium footage. It's like somebody's living room with, like, a, a tank. And you're just watching fish swim around. You know, yeah. and it reminds me of, like, it actually reminded me of, like, a Disney educational film or something that, like, you know, Disney used to be like, oh, let's go look at the animators. We're working hard on Bambi right now. You know, like. Right. See, oh, and I man. thought it was kind of more like a, it felt like an Ed Wood movie at times where they had all this footage of, uh, you know, wildlife footage and how do we fit it into the story? Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like, you, you kind of wondered, like, did Leon Leonard work at the same studio as Ed Wood? And they're just like, look at all this incredible footage that we paid thousands of dollars to get 10 years ago. What are we going to do with it? You know what? Do <laughs> you got that footage of those two tigers wrestling in the bushes? Let's put that into this film and say that our, that the curse is now stalking them through the jungle with... With a tiger, you know? Right. It's almost Ooh. like, uh... Well, it's it's not... I don't want to say these tigers are as good as the superimposed tigers in that Wolf Guy movie that we watched, but it's pretty close. Right. But, like, you know what my, my immediate feeling of watching this was? Like... What's that? I want to... I was like, this movie could be easily remade. Like, it has a ship interior and a jungle. You know what I mean? And and mm. uh, and at one point, like the the tribal leader's daughter, and the tribal leader looks like he's from like Brooklyn or something. You know, he's like a right. he's like an acting teacher that like, hey, go get Mister McCormick to come play the chieftain. Yeah, you know, and like the the, the yeah. tribe is like the whitest tribe you've ever seen, but they happen to live in the jungle. <laughs> and then the daughter is like looks like Betty Boop, and she's like doing a cave dance at one point. Right. You know, to try to appease the god, so he stops cursing everybody. Man. This is an easy movie to remake. Like, there's only two sets. There was the inside of the ship where the captain's laying there, and I was like, you could do the same thing. Like, what if you remade it exactly how they made it? Like, you just had a model sailboat in a body of water, and you cut away to all this B-roll of random shit. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then what do you need? A cave? And some trees? Like, what do you really need to make to remake this movie, The Shark God? Not much. And I'm pretty sure it's probably in public domain, right? Yeah, that's why it you has can find to be. it everywhere. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it'd be real funny to remake this movie, I think. You could definitely yeah, so you movie. really like this movie, <laughs> I take it. Dude, I don't know. Like, I guess I just had, like, a hankering for, like, an, an old-timey movie. Like, it's it's how I felt, like, with the Douglas Fairbanks, like, Robin Hood. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Like, it, actually, what would be funny is, like, in today's, like, like ultra-HD, high-definition filmmaking world with everything streaming... Like, what if this is what you did? What if you went and remade, like, four public domain films, and you made, like, you took the old adventure films and turned them into, like, comedies, and you just ran a series of them? I also like the, the, because clearly they're paying for the film to be, like, you know, um, what, uh, developed, right? Uh -huh. So they're shooting, like, so many minutes a can, and they gotta pay for all this footage. So they didn't, like, they didn't waste anything. Right? No. Like, they're just like, this is very specific, like, 
the first mate and the deckhand don't get along, and the captain and his daughter are cursed because they're both greedy, and then the first mate gets greedy, and then the whole thing is a metaphor on greed. If you're too greedy, you're going to get cursed, and you're going to get, you know, whatever shark got it. What was funny is, like, they retold this whole story in just, like, exposition. Like, uh-huh. you didn't see the action of, like, the, the captain going to the island to find the pearls in the first place and, and encountering the tribe, right? Like, right. you heard all about all this stuff on the boat, and then from a stowaway and the captain himself retelling the story, and then they go to the island for, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie, but the whole movie is, like, less than an hour long. I clocked it. Like, uh-huh. the version I watched was only 49 minutes. Oh, see, and the one I had was 58. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, no, wait. The one I watched was 58. It was on Amazon. Yeah, it's 58. Oh, but I'm saying, but it's still less than an hour. Yeah, definitely. So... In and out. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, where did they show this movie? Like, uh... I was gonna do that thing where I was gonna try to, like, really dig. You know, like, who's this Leon Leonard guy? Like, what other movies did he make? And, like, who are these people? And you know I how, couldn't find like, much I... information, man. Yeah. Myself. You know what it is? It's like, um... Because it was like just that studio system where the movies were like a dime a dozen, like they right. were just they were just cranking these movies out, which is fun, funny because it's like the streaming model. Like the streaming stuff is just like cranking, churning stuff out so people will not cancel subscriptions. And that's mm. the old movie houses; they had to pack that every day, every day of the week, right? Yeah. For like twenty cents, come see this movie, and they watch three movies at a time or whatever. So it's the same kind of thing. They're like, "Hey, man, we really need that. We need something. What do you got for us?" Right. Hey, how about a conflict about these pearls on a boat? Yeah, and you know what? We got three reels of a tiger over here. We don't know what we're going to do with these three fucking <laughs> reels. Write it in, Joe. Okay, guys, I gotcha. Oh, man, what about this octopus footage we paid for like three years ago? Yeah, we're really sitting on that. We took a bath on that one. Don't worry, guys. I wrote it in. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, yeah I, I, guess, I guess if I got this movie, I would be pleasantly surprised. Like, it wouldn't kill me to get this in my stock, and I'd be like, what is this shit? So random, so weird. All right, we'll put it on here. It's got a great title. Let's see, let's see what it's about. But, <laughs> well, I mean, this was like... What? What's that? No, go ahead. I was saying, well, this was like one of 20 in a pack that I got. <laughs> one of 20. See? We could just literally spend the next year un- unraveling all these movies that came in your pack. We could, we could, cancel, <laughs> we could cancel everything else we're going to do, forget, forget, forget everything else, and just literally... One by one. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, at least we'll get at least one more this month. Oh, at least one more? Oh, okay, yeah. Because we're kind of trading off. It's like Dave stocking stuff for mine. Nick might pop up. Who the hell knows, really? <laughs> um, but the binge watchers will pull something out of their stocking and then talk about it. Um, and if you like other things that we're doing, I am not. I don't know if I'll leave an Amazon link. Should I leave, bother to leave an Amazon link for Umumu the Shark God? I mean, why not? It's on there. All right, okay, so I'm going to leave it for you. We're not going to make any money off it, but it'll point people to watch it if they want to. Well, yeah, whatever. We'll give you a link to watch uh, Umumu the Shark God on Amazon. We'll pop it into the podcast notes so you guys can take a listen. Uh, Other than that, you know what? If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash binge watchers, there's like 400,000 books that somebody else will read to you. So if you want another shark-related adventure... Or Cursed by the Gods. I'm pretty sure there's probably like King Solomon's Mind is probably on there somewhere. And if not, just listen to Corey Feldman's biography, Choreography. If you want to know what went down with the two quarries, you can almost... One of my favorites, I've listened to that like four times. I did eventually buy the real book, but that's a different story. 
So, David, as you unwrap this as your stocking stuffer, what like what do you want the people to know? I mean, maybe I'm just getting too giddy, too excited, like a small child <laughs> on Christmas. But um, um, you know, what's Dave's take on this whole thing? Um, I mean, when I opened it up, I thought it was cool because you know it has a bunch of a you know had a it has like reefer madness and hmm. a few other things that I've been meaning to see. One of them maybe we'll watch for this, but. Uh, uh, you know, I think you enjoyed this one a lot more than I did, but, um, you know, hey, I've got 20 other, you know, I was happy to see there's 20 other movies, or 19 other movies on there, and one's a few I've seen, so, you know. Well, maybe it's kind of like, uh, it hit me at the right state of mind. I got up this morning, I had, like, a list of things to do, I moved down this giant TV bureau thing around, and I started cooking some sausage and eggs, and just, like, whipped up some toast, you know, um... Had run out of coffee, so I didn't have coffee quite this morning, but I had, like, um, I think I had, like, a cherry Coke and an energy drink left, and I just popped mm. those, and then turned this movie on, and I go, oh, wow, like, it's it's definitely a classic movie. It's very obscure. If it wasn't included in your stocking stuffer, I don't even think I would have known that it existed, honestly. Me either. Yeah. So, there you go. It's it's definitely, like, an old cereal. Or I guess you can't call it a cereal, because there's only one of them. <laughs> you know, just yeah, one of those yeah, one and weird. Like, uh, and I didn't recognize any of the actors. Usually, I can pick out one or two people, even in the older movies. But it's like right. not even the. I mean, I, see, I thought like the daughter was gonna be a recognizable face, or even the chieftain's daughter who ends up dancing in the cave. I'm like, okay, who's she? She's like in like the. Um, you know, falls in with like the Marilyn Monroe era and the um, whatever those. Who's another one? Um, uh, Ava Gardner. Or, yeah, like uh, yeah, like that whole run of like Hollywood actresses, right? Yeah. But I'm like, but I don't even recognize her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like uh, I don't know. And and it kind of like if it had a sense of humor, it would have been like Gilligan's Island. Once they right. got to the, the stuff with the tribe, but they didn't have a sense of humor about anything. You know, and, like the first mate was just like a drunk and slightly racist. I mean, he's punching up like the uh, the stowaway. For no reason, like, that was pretty hard to Jerry Jason, like, like, why are you here, smack? Why are you here? Hey, you didn't tell me why you're here, smack, smack. <laughs> like, well, geez, you can't even get a word in. And then he gives, like, uh, the main character, like, a little effigy or whatever, and, like, at one point I got to see what it was, like, he gave him this little necklace thing, it's supposed mm. to protect him from the curse of the shark god, and it's just, like, a little, looked like a fertility doll, it was like a little baby, a wooden baby or something, like, once you see it up close. Like, all right, random props. They're like, hey, we don't have anything. What do you got? Terry's kid made something for their SD site, even though SD didn't exist back then. Just, the kid was just carving a tiny little baby, put a string on it, and they're like, oh, we'll use that in the movie. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it would also be great just to make a show about making these types of movies. You know? Mm. Like, just like, what if there was a sitcom about like a Corman-type dude, you know? And like oh, you just, yeah. like, you just yeah, like coming okay, up with this shit, that. like ah man, we need to we need you to make, you know, Umumu the Shark God. All right, we need it done by Thursday. Okay, well that's that's four days. So we're uh, you know, we'll go shoot it in the uh, the Palisades. We're all right. We'll get it done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dang. Uh. It's actually hard to really talk about the Shark God movie for twenty five minutes. Like, I know yeah, I'm very I, excited I this, about it, but I I'm like... I this was going to be a shorter one, just because there's so little to talk about on it, well, honestly. I mean, dang it. <laughs> like, uh, 
You know what's funny? The theme of greed, though, is pretty interesting. Because we have another film that we're going to talk about that was my stock and stuff, and it also has the theme of greed. Very much, really, yeah. Yeah, which is really interesting. So, um, if you guys want, go check out Shark God. I'll put a link in the notes. And that's our stock and stuffer for this week. What I'd like you to do is, the year is winding down, so if you guys want to tell us what your favorite episode of the year was, well, we might kick out like a series of like top episodes of the year. Um, once we get closer to like New Year's, maybe that'll be like the countdown, like top three or whatever, based on audience picks. So, you should probably tell us, either in our Facebook group, or you can tweet at us, or you can just like shoot us an email, binge-watchers-podcast at gmail, there you go. Um, everything I just said is available on the website. That's bwpodcast.com. And if you also Google Binge Watchers Podcast, it's going to go to the site anyway. Um, my favorite podcast player currently is Castbox FM. I don't know. A lot of people are on Apple just with podcast music, whatever. Um, but we're available everywhere. So, you know, if you're stuck everywhere. on... Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like... I use Podcast Addict and we are right there. Nice. And we're popping up on people's entertainment news lists. Let's see. What's going on in entertainment? We already talked about Nick Cage playing Nick Cage in a movie about Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> I was reading that The Mandalorian may be tying in stuff to The First Order. I don't know exactly. If anybody's mm. been following that series. Dave's been uh, playing host and letting me take a look at Disney+. And the, the Mandalorian has a pretty good heart for somebody that's supposed to be a ruthless bounty hunter. But that's a good show. I mean, it, the, the value of Disney Plus is probably watching The Mandalorian. Um, John Favreau is doing a lot of writing. It's probably some of his best writing that he's done. Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's coming back in a big way. He's got an autobiographical film about the abuse he suffered at his, uh, Honey Boy. his family. Yeah, like his uh, all the drama about his family in real life. He's playing his father or whatever. Um, looks like he's got his shit together. He opened a, uh, a theater. At Robertson and Slauson, which used to be actually Dave and I's like old neighborhood in LA when we had a little uh, college um, apartment that it was only it's only a few blocks from where we used to live. So um, yeah, if you're into Shia LaBeouf, he's back. I actually watched him eating spicy wings on that. Oh, what is that show? Ones. Yeah, hot ones. Um, yeah, I saw apparently they're saying that guy's like a really good interviewer, and if you're watching that, it's funny to see them suffer through the chicken wings. That's a good gimmick. It really is. Um, yeah, I enjoy that one. You know, who knows? Maybe one day we'll be sitting there eating hot wings, talking about our our remake of the Shark God movie. <laughs> <laughs> then we can finance with five hundred bucks and a pack of gum. I'm pretty sure we can we can put our little ship model, you know, in a, a pool of water. We'll be all right. Shoot it in Dave's bathtub. The whole fucking movie just shot in the tub. There you go. Yes. <clears throat> Man. Dave's good at parodies. He has a good idea for a sitcom that I was telling him the other day he should make it. Over the Thanksgiving break, I was telling him, man, you should rewrite this, add this other character, turn it into a feature. And then I realized no writer wants to hear another writer tell him how to write something. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, yeah. He probably was like, fuck you, John. This is my story. Back off. But there's that. I tried to get some writing done. I did not get any writing done over the last holiday break. I am taking another vacation around the Xmas time. I should do more writing. I'm slower than George R. R. Martin right now. And then people are waiting for him. Oh, they dropped the trailer for 
Black Widow. I don't know if you saw that. No. I like the idea of a fat Russian Captain America, played by um, David Harbour. Is that hmm. that guy? That's his name. Yeah, David Harbour. Yeah. Um, things. Don't know if I can support his Hellboy. I don't know if you saw his Hellboy. No, I, I wanted to see it before I heard all the bad reviews. Oh, shit. I have it on my Xfinity. Um, yeah, I was kind of... I, I really actually was looking forward to it until all the all the bad reviews were coming in. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it's not great. I think it's worth watching, just for a rental. Um, it has a lot of growing pains, that's for sure. I, I don't think it's going to get a sequel. I think it's... Probably know. not. No, it bombed pretty bad. What's interesting and 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 also kind of foolish about the Black Widow trailer, it's a prequel, but she obviously looks older than she was, right? And right. I saw William, uh, what's what's his name? William Hurt, the actor. Mm. Is that his name, William Hurt? Yeah. Or is it William Hunt? William Hurt. Anyway, he plays the General Thunderbolt or whatever Ross, General mm. Ross, and well, he plays one of my favorite characters um, from Big Chill. But, um... Oh, yeah. I think his name is Michael. Is that his name in that movie? I think it's Michael. Anyway, um, they did that rotoscoping thing where they do what they put the young face on the old person. Mm. And, like, Marvel does it the best. They figured it out the best. But in the trailer, it, it still looked jinky to me. You know? I was like, oh, okay. Right. You know, they're doing that rapid de-aging thing or whatever. Um, but I know what he looked like when he was younger. Because I watched him in his movies. You know, like, body heat right. and shit like that. So to see him de-aged, you, it's like, that's not what he looked like. The computer got it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and what do we yeah. spend? Like, I bet you it costs like half a million for the computer to get it wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. Um, what else is going on in movie news? I, ha- I had a couple of things that I wanted to talk about and then I forgot. Um, oh, John Boyega supposedly leaked the script to Star Wars Episode Nine on eBay. What's funny is, though, the eBay listing got pulled down, but nobody has screenshots or parts of the script. You think what usually follows is that parts of the script still get leaked, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't want to get enamored with Disney+. Plus. I'm trying to stay neutral. Um, we've talked about it briefly before, but I still think it needs to have offerings from, like, it, they own the Fox catalog, so where's all the aliens, you know? Like where's all the well, other they, stuff? They've said that. Well, they've said that they're only going to have no more. The highest rating of anything on Disney Plus will be PG thirteen. So know. I'm. They own Hulu, or at least most of Hulu. So I'm assuming that at some point Hulu is going to be their kind of streamer for that stuff. Mm. It has to be. At least that's. I have to imagine that's what they're going to do with it. Because yeah, how are you going to sit on Alien and Predator and you know um, all the other stuff they've got access to? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to sit on it. Maybe that's why they bought it. They just want to bury it. Like, not even use their competitor stuff. Just bury it. <laughs> no. No, because they're continuing on making stuff with Fox, so they don't want to uh, They don't wanna sw- um, give away that cash cow. Uh, yeah. I heard Alien TV show, maybe. Yeah, I'd watch it. I, I'm one of the few people who like the Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. Actually, Covenant's better than Prometheus, so... Oh, way better. I, like, a lot of people hated it, and I'm like, um, why? Yeah, it's not bad. Gave me with... I just no, want to see, I, like... I actually... What? No, I was going to say, I really liked it, actually. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I have them all, like, on my DVR. Um, 
but I'd like to see a bunch of more xenomorphs, like variations on the the animal, you know? Right. That'd be cool. <laughs> anyway, be cool. I don't know. I'm a big fan of horror movie stuff in space, and they're they're they kind of missing out on that right now. There's not a lot of that going around right now. No, it's, I guess it's just not what's in vogue right now for movies. Mm, or maybe the Cloverfield, uh, what was the la- the one that was like that, the Cloverfield paradox that everybody hated. <laughs> They're saying the indie film is dead, which is a terrible thing for me, because, or us even, any of our friends, it's only indie movies. No one's given us a contract, so if we make anything, it will technically be an indie movie. But they're saying stuff is pretty much dead, that it's so well planned now, these big franchises, big stories... Nobody's really given, like, the small offerings. I mean, they are, you know, I mean, they've all moved to Netflix, but, I mean, they don't have the attention that they used to. Mm. That, I would say. They're still getting made, but they're kind of getting buried. Wow. Is that, that's what it feels like, anyways. Like, there's a big boon in the 90s. Like, everything was, like, big and indie. Hmm. Tying Black Widow and... Star Wars together, there's a movie called A Marriage Story on Netflix with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, which is Noel Baumbach's latest offering. He's He was a New York indie guy, but, I mean, he comes from money, so I don't know how much you can envy his struggle as a filmmaker. And he, he writes mostly about elitist, kind of waspy... Yeah, very much so. Yeah, people that don't really, that are like creating their problems and not really experiencing organic problems. They're just creating their own <laughs> misery. Uh, right. But I, I'm, I'm like about 20 minutes into this movie. I don't know, if you started watching that one? No, I've been, uh, it's not that I'm holding off, I just haven't, I mean, it just dropped on Friday, so I haven't had a chance to watch uh, it yet. Yeah, we kind of did this episode backwards. We should top load the news up front. We kind of got into it, <laughs> we got into the modern stuff, <laughs> like way after the stocking stuffer. It's kind of funny. All right, folks. No, I want to see it, but I haven't gotten to it. Yeah. So everybody go watch that on Netflix. You can um, get the link for the Shark God 